The lines are open on 010-500938. It is time to get into our Friday call-in topic tonight. We are talking about what to do with your end-of-year bonus if you are lucky enough to be receiving one or even a tax refund. Debt expert at DebtSafe, Mateus Potgieter, who's no stranger on this platform, joins us uh, for this t- topic. Welcome back to Money Talk, Mateus. Can you find, thank you so much for having me. This is a very serious one. What's the first thing one should think of when they have a little bit of extra cash? The first thing that we have to remember when it comes to a tax bonus or when it comes to a 13th check mm. is that we should not actually put that into our budget when we do our planning for our year, especially when it comes to a 13th check. That is a bonus and it's a privilege. Sometimes right about the end of the year when you already plan that into your finances and your budget for year end for December holiday or something like that, a company can come and they can say, but sorry, we're not paying out any back, uh, any bonuses yeah. this month or this year. And then suddenly that chunk is out of your planning and that can leave you quite high and dry. A tax refund is different when you submit and you have that refund you will get that in due course. The most important thing is there's three ways to approach this. The first thing is that you can be the risky spender. So that means that you go out, you take that bonus or that tax tax refund and you start splurging it on whatever you can and whatever your heart desires. That is what most people at this time of the year actually do because they are tired of the year and they've worked hard and I do understand that but it is very important to rather use that money and invest it in ways that can actually make your life easy in the long run. Remember that January is coming around. It's around the corner it's the longest month in the year. So if you are a parent you have possibly some school expenses that's going to happen. So rather put that money into good use that's going to actually give you some breathing space in the first couple of months of 2018. How does one then remain disciplined as we already are in silly season? The sales are in full swing. Next week is Black Friday. Give us some <laughs> advice. <then. laughs> I think when you have that gift available, and I don't say that you shouldn't spoil yourself on that, but just be careful on what you spoil yourself and the amount that you're going to use. We always say the 80-20 principle is brilliant. So if you have... that you can put away on your business and you can rather turn that into something that's going to work for you in the long run and take that 20% and then spend it on yourself and enjoy Black Friday or go to the spa or do whatever you have to do. Mm. But just be careful when you go shopping, make sure, especially with all these sales that's running up and and here in silliness like you call it, make sure that when you buy things, that is things that you really need, that you don't get trapped by all the marketing, that you don't get trapped by the spirit of purchasing. There's research that's been done, a specific, specific song plays on in the store. People mm. actually buy more. Wow. They spend more. So don't get fooled by all those subtle psychologies that's happening right at the moment. Make sure when you go into the store and you go to buy things that this is your budget, stick to that budget and buy only the things that is important. What's there to be said then, Mateus, about uh, one choosing to squash debt uh, or whatever debt they may have with uh, that little bit of extra cash? 
There's two ways of doing it. The first thing I think that we have to keep in mind, if you're going to invest that money into current debt, that is saving in the long run. Mm. But there's two ways of approaching it. The first one is to have a look at what is your smallest debt that you've got. We call that the snowball effect. So have a look at all your credit agreements that you've got, whether it's a store card, a credit card, a personal loan, whatever it is. What is the smallest amount that you settle first and you get that out of the way? And then you move on to the second to the second one and you start squashing that and you use the first one that you squashed premium that you used to pay and you pay that into the second one so which means is that you're quickly getting out of debt and there's something psychologically that happens with us as well as soon as we pay off that first one you kind of have that sense of success Victory. you feel that yes I can do this mm-hmm. and then the second one becomes easier and the third one thereafter the other option that you can do and that is the avalanche method is where you have a look at all your credit agreements or all the debt that you've got and which one is the highest interest bearing. So it might be a personal loan or it might be a credit card and you take that one and you settle that debt because that interest is a lot of money that you pay at the end of the month. Rather gets rid of the ones that's got the highest interest. So there's two ways of squashing it, and it really depends on who you are, mm-hmm. how much you have available, and what is your discipline in the end. And are you willing to try that? Interesting and very informative, right there. Do you find that there is a trend that is picking up in South Africa, given the high debt volumes that we have in this country? Are we seeing that type of behaviour kicking in? We do see it. I think that people are getting a bit more money savvy and more money conscious. Um, I also believe that South Africans still have a long road to go when it comes to being money savvy. So the essence is get involved with your finances. Know what is happening in your personal finances. Check your bank balances. Look at where are there possible leaks that you can block, that you make sure that you don't make that same mistake in 2018. Um, now is a brilliant time to start planning for mm-hmm. your financial freedom in 2018. And if you do feel that you are overexhausted with your finances, do know that there's help. Speak to your creditors. Try and make different arrangements with them for 2018. You can contact a debt counselor, speak to your financial advisors or the bank, and try and find help. There is help out there. People have this, this thing about being scared and almost ashamed to talk about their finances. There's nothing wrong with it. They do not discriminate. It doesn't matter who you are, what is your age, your race, your class, your sex. It doesn't discriminate and there's nothing wrong for asking help. Having touched on starting 2018 with a mindset of clean and healthy finances, how important is it for one to budget for the festive season to ultimately make sure that come January, counting the 12 months that will lead up to December, one is in a space that they are comfortable and not even have to stress about what they haven't paid for, how much debt they are struggling under. I think planning is absolutely key and budget is key. Know already now when you start your new year of 2018, what is your projection for December 2018? If that is your goal to go away on a, on a family holiday or to do something with a certain amount of money, then make that a priority from the first day of 2018 and work towards that goal. Plan for it. Budget for it. That reward is sweet in the end. What are the common mistakes that consumers and uh, 
the likes of myself make, especially at the beginning of the year, once silly season is over and then the new year starts, we all make resolutions and uh, they fall off the wagon. What are the most common mistakes that we make uh, throughout the year? Interesting thing that you say about resolutions now, the study showed of 2017 that only eight of people's resolutions lasted um, after February. So we all in that hype <laughs> of making resolutions. And I'm definitely one of those. I'm not going to say that I'm any different. Yeah. I think the key thing when it finances and when it comes to New Year's resolutions is just just make sure that, it, that you're smart about it and make sure that that you know that you can measure your performance, have a specific goal in mind. When it's tangible, when you know that you are saving for that Christmas holiday, or you know you're saving for that deposit on your new car, or deposit on your house, or your schooling fees for your children next year, make it something tangible, and make sure that you work at that on a daily basis. The psychologists and the clever people say that it takes 21 days to create a new habit, and I think that 2018 should be everyone's chance and should be a priority for them to have good financial habits in 2018. Matthijs, do you find that uh, short-term goals in terms of one planning around their finances and targeting a specific area make more sense than the longer-term goals that uh, you at least have some leverage to say, I'm going to get to this in about three to six months, and then I have the long-term goals also that are within the 12 months or a year or two years. Is it important for us to gauge ourselves in that manner? I think it's very important to have short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals. For instance, let's say that it's now middle of November and December is coming up. That might be a short-term goal for you. So you have to save a certain amount of money for the Christmas dinner or for your um, Christmas present. And then possibly by next year, March, you have a different goal. That's more of a medium-term goal. Then by the end of next year, you have your long-term goal or in 24 24 months' time. So it's very important to set goals as well because it also creates that momentum where you achieve things. And when you achieved your first goal, then the second goal is just much easier. But we also have to remember that when we do that goals, we have to make sure that it's tangible, it's measurable, and we know how we're going to get there. Thank you so much for your input. Always a pleasure speaking to you, debt expert at Debt Safe, Matej Spodhiter, in this week's Friday call-in topic, talking about what to do with your year-end bonus if you are lucky enough to receive one.